Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. So let's get into the podcast episode today, which is on clutter and overstimulation as moms. So let's talk about like just overstimulation and sensory overload, um, about what it is real quick so that you can see if you identify with this. And if this is something that happens in your life, just a disclaimer real quick. I am not a doctor. I am not a scientist. I'm just a mom who's experienced this, gone through therapy, Google searched a lot of different things and been like, wow. Okay. Like that is what's what I'm feeling. This makes so much sense. And, um, I encourage you to do that for yourself as well, too. I'm not like diagnosing anybody with anything or undiagnosing anybody with anything. I'm just telling you, like, this is what I've noticed happening in my body and my life. This is how brains work, um, based on research that I have done and you are free to do the same, um, and use this kind of as a jump off point to figure this out for yourself and what it looks like for you. So, As humans, we have senses, the five senses, right? We learned this all growing up, sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, and sensory overload is just the thing that happens when we get too much stimulus coming into our brain via our senses that we can't process it. And it literally just sends our nervous systems, our brains, right, into either fight, flight, or freeze mode. Um, a lot of us know about fight or flight freeze mode is, um, there was actually some people talking about it in a roundabout way inside of the group this morning saying, like, I look around at the stuff in my home that I have to do, like the laundry piles and the toys. And I just freeze up and I don't do anything. Right. I sit on the couch and scroll my phone instead. Like that's a freeze response. That's your body and your mind and your nervous system saying, I'm overwhelmed and I'm shutting down now (laughs) because there's too much to do. Um, So just take some time to like understand what those responses are. We also go into fight mode. And I want to give you some examples of what this looks like in motherhood when we yell, right? When we um, snap, when we do things like, I'm just going to throw all the toys away, right? We're like going into this attack mode of like, I'm doing this now and I'm going to do it quickly. And I'm going to take my energy out on the stuff or the people around me. Like that's fight mode. And then there's flight mode, which I've also done, which I've talked about in previous episodes where I would escape my home. Literally. Like I would literally find anything to do outside of my home so that I didn't have to be in it and I could avoid it, right? I could, I could run away from my home. I could go to Target. I could go to the dollar store. I could go to the park. I could go to the thrift store. I could go f- literally anywhere but my house and, and flee my house, like literally. So that's those are the responses that our bodies have when we get sensory overload and we have too much stimulus coming into our bodies that we cannot process, Okay. So in mom life, those are just some examples of what that's looked like for me. I would be curious if you guys are watching live to let me know what that looks like for you. Like, do you find yourself avoiding the work that you need to do because you are so overwhelmed? You're like, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to watch Netflix and just zone out. I'm going to scroll my phone. I'm going to gossip. I might turn to like things like drinking or 
eating or exercising to avoid the stuff that I need to do because I'm in freeze mode, right? Or I'm yelling at my kids. I'm nagging at my kids. I'm picking fights with my spouse, um, taking out on my family and friends, um, avoiding my house, leaving my house. Like, what is it for you? Because it shows up in a lot of different ways in our motherhood. And then when this happens is when we start to falsely identify with these things that we're feeling and make it mean something about ourselves as mothers of like feeling like failures as mothers, um, feeling like we aren't able to do like mom life right or well, or whatever it is. And we internalize this, these negative beliefs about ourselves because we are literally overstimulated and experiencing sensory overload. And it's sending us into this downward spiral. Okay. Now there are three major things that cause sensory overload in motherhood specifically. And I want to talk to you about what these three things are so that you can figure out which one, which ones you're going to address first. And I will be honest and let you, yeah, Genevieve says freeze mode. Erica says all of the above. I'm going to let you guys know that I, I, um, have a very specific belief about which of these three things you should address first. Um, but the three things that cause sensory overload in motherhood are number one, our children. Okay. <laughs> because kids are a lot to handle, right? They're a lot of energy. They require a lot of attention. They make a lot of noise. They do a lot of moving around. They do a lot of touching us. They do a lot of noise making. They make a lot of messes. They require a lot of things in our spaces, which overstimulates us, right? Like kids are a form of stimulus in our lives. Irene says, freezing is my go-to response. I get super avoidant when I have too many options or when I have too many things to do. Me too. <laughs> I'm an expert avoider. <laughs> um, I'm working on it though. The second thing that contributes to sensory overload in motherhood specifically is clutter. Clutter. Okay. Clutter is a sensory overload because we have to see it. If you listen to the podcast episode that I did um, last week, I talk about how my clutter, I would wake up in the morning and it was like the first thing that I saw. So I'm taking it in via my senses. I have to look at it, right? We've, we've talked a lot about like visual clutter, visual stimulus, and how that can overstimulate us. And quick note is that everybody has their own like thresholds of stuff of stimulus that they can manage. So it's different for everybody. But like, for me, I'm very sensitive to like visual clutter. Um, but clutter, not only is it a visual form of stimulus, but it's a, it's a mental stimulus, right? Because when we look at our clutter, we see a whole bunch of unfinished work that we have to do that we constantly think about. Um, it's stuff that we have to touch. It's stuff that we have to move. A lot of times our clutter um, creates noise directly and indirectly, right? It can create noise because kids are dumping things, throwing things, but indirectly clutter also overstimulates children, which makes them be loud and messy and chaotic, right? So clutter is, is very overstimulating in a lot of different ways. Um, and then the third thing that causes overstimulation or sensory overload in motherhood is just everyday tension and stress, right? Like, are you a human? Are you living in the world? <laughs> Did you live through 2020? You have everyday tension and stress from raising a family, going to work, 
being in relationships, being in a marriage, right? Even if everything is going perfectly on paper, you have tension and stress in your days that you have to respond to. And a lot of us have forms of trauma, right? Um, And again, this is where I tell you, I'm not like giving you a diagnosis or undiagnosing you, but a lot of us have forms of trauma. Trauma doesn't necessarily mean you were a part of an acute accident, right? It can be the way that you grew up. It can be the relationships that you're in. It can be the constant thoughts that you have. It can be constant feelings of tension and stress long-term, right? So these are the three things that contribute to sensory overload and overstimulation in motherhood. Now I want to come back and talk about just, just again, a little bit more in depth about how each of us have our own thresholds for these three things that we can manage. And I say often in the group that the more kids I have, the less stuff I can manage, right? And the less stuff I have and the less toys we have, which I know sounds so backwards, but it's because I, and you, everybody is always in a constant fluctuation of these three things, right? Having more kids for me means less stuff. Um, having more kids means I have less time and energy and bandwidth to manage stuff. Now, um, it's different for everyone because we all have our own individual systems in our bodies. We all have our own histories of what has worked for or against our nervous systems and our minds and all of this stuff. Um, Some of us have higher tolerances. Some of us have lower tolerances. Like there's no one size fits all for these three categories that, that will work for your life. Right. And it will shift and change. But one of these things is relatively easy to get rid of. And if you're watching live, let me know which one you think that is. Is it your kids? Is it your clutter? Or is it your everyday tension, stress, and trauma? Is it A, B, or C? (laughs) And there is such a lag on the comments. So I'm just going to let you know right now that the easiest one of these things to get rid of is your clutter, is your clutter, right? We can't get rid of our kids. That's just not an option. And when you get rid of your clutter, by default, it reduces your everyday tension, stress, and frees up a ton of emotional bandwidth to process any traumas that you have, right? B, correct, Bronwyn. (laughs) Clutter and toys for me, right? And getting rid of your clutter, you have this threshold, right? When you get rid of the clutter, you automatically increase your ability to respond to your kids or to reduce the tension, stress, and trauma in your life. One of these things is very easy to get rid of. Okay. I see the comments coming in. Everyone is saying clutter, 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 and toys. Yes, exactly. And I wanted to ask you this. I wanted to have this conversation with you and lead you up to this question so that it's a little bit easier to get rid of your clutter, or maybe you get a little bit more fired up to get rid of your clutter because you can't get rid of your kids and a natural side benefit of getting rid of your clutter is decreased tension and stress in your everyday life. Like it's the thing to focus on, right? It is the thing to focus on. And yes, you can focus on reducing the tension and stress and trauma first, but I'm telling you that I've tried and it's very difficult to do. You increase your capacity to reduce all of that tension and stress 
simply by reducing your clutter. Like it, it really does work that way. I hope that this episode encourages you to realize that if you're feeling how I felt, which this is how, this is how my clutter has made me feel in the past is like, I am simultaneous. You know how, like when you're driving in a car and you push the gas and the brakes at the same time, it's terrible. Like you're trying to go super, 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 super fast. And you're also trying to pump the brakes because you're freaking exhausted. And then you just end up in this like burnout, literally burnout in your vehicle. That's what happens to you as a mom when your clutter and your life and your children are sending you into overdrive of like all of the things that you have to do, all of the stimulation that you're trying to process. You're like, go, 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 go. I have so much to do, so much to do. I'm so far behind. I'm so rushed, so overwhelmed, so overstimulated, going a million miles an hour. And that makes you exhausted. So you're like slamming on the brakes, being like, I need to take a break. I need to step back. But you're in this battle of like, trying to lurch forward and also slow down and it just doesn't work. Right. So I hope that, um, and that's how it felt for me. I'm like, I've, I've done this in my car before when I was a kid. Don't worry. I didn't do it when I was an adult and was smarter, wasn't trying to break my car, (laughs) but that's what we do to our bodies, right. As, as mothers and our minds is like 100% overdrive slam on the brakes at the same time. And we literally burn ourselves out and peel ourselves out and spiral into chaos don't try this in your cars. Okay. (laughs) Just trust me that that's how it ends. Um, so you have, something has to give, right? Like something has to give. And based on these three things, can't get rid of your kids. You might be able to reduce some daily tension and stress, but you can definitely get rid of your clutter and make your daily life easier. So I hope that this encourages you to realize that nothing is wrong with you right? Nothing is wrong with you. You're not a bad mom. You're not a bad housekeeper. You aren't failing at anything. You aren't lazy. You're just overstimulated and you just have way too many things demanding your attention. And I hope that you can see that you have a lot of power to get rid of your clutter, which will definitely help you reduce the tension and the stress and all of the other chaos in your life. Okay. So Thank you for being a part of today's episode. I hope this is helpful for you. And remember that I have a new um, thing that I'm doing where if you leave a positive review on iTunes, take a screenshot of it before you submit it and then email it to me at Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A at motherhoodsimplified.com with a screenshot of the review that you left. I will send you back a one hour training on surface decluttering, um, very specific examples of what that even is, how to do it and give you a whole lot of inspiration to start reducing clutter in your home. Um, no strings attached, just in exchange for the review. I would really, really appreciate it. It helps me reach more moms like you, and I will see you all on the next episode. Hey, real quick before you go, I just wanted to let you know, you're not a terrible housekeeper. You just have too much stuff and you might have some toddlers. I wanted to invite you to Decluttering Simplified, the four-week plan to help you declutter your entire home top to bottom in the simplest way possible. Yes, it can be easy. Yes, you can do it. Stop shifting your clutter around. You know, the thing you do where you don't really know what to do with the stuff, so you try to put it in the closet or move it to another space of the house, or maybe you even packed it up into nice little containers, but ultimately you're just organizing your clutter and that's not gonna get you to where you wanna be. 
Decluttering Simplified is your four-week plan. You don't have to do it in four weeks. You get lifetime access to it, but I promise you, once you get started, you're not going to want to stop until the four weeks is up. In addition to this four-week plan, you get to join the Decluttering Simplified group and myself twice a month for live co-decluttering sessions. This is where we hop on Zoom together. I play you some super fun and kid-friendly music, and you get 30 minutes to declutter with all of us together to help keep you on track. I promise you will love this. You will have so much fun, and best of all, you will get your house decluttered in no time. If you want to get into Decluttering Simplified, just go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash decluttering simplified, or you can find the link in the show notes of this episode. I can't wait to see you inside. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.